0: Hello beautiful people. Welcome back to your Guide to Love podcast. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Taylor Stone here. She is a spiritual mentor and healer and also she has a podcast called Vibe Higher. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here.
0: Yes, I'm so excited to have you. Okay, so I love everything that you're doing. So tell everybody a little bit about you.
1: Yeah, so my background just to kind of catch everyone up to where I am now, is I was a dancer my whole life, very into fitness, um, sports, and over the years realized how much, you know, not just the exercise, the nutrition, contributed to our life. And over the years, I started to realize that, you know, having the nutrition, having everything, is just one component, and I started digging into the mind-body connection. I really started to understand how everything is connected, you know, your mind, your spirit, your soul, and you can't just focus on one thing, and so over the years, just throughout my own, you know, learning, diving deep into programs, different courses, I started to realize the importance of this and wanted to spread more knowledge of, of how your vibration, your frequency, and overall the energetics is just not only important, but crucial to our everyday lives and how to really step into that and how to align essentially with those to your higher self. So it's been a process of learning, um, mainly throughout my own life and realizing how much more joy we're all able to tap into. I truly believe that the reason why we're here is to be in joy, is to have fun, is to be in a state of love, and everything else falls secondary.
0: Mm, yes, yes, yes. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, because the thing is, is, you know, I used to be on an antidepressant, be completely disconnected from my joy and my pleasure and all that. So for the people listening, I'm sure there are women and, and men that are completely disconnected from what you're talking about. How do people even get back into feeling joy, especially with everything going on?
1: You know, I think the first thing is awareness is acknowledging that you're not where you want to be. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's actually, in order to heal something within yourself, you have to be aware that it's there. So it's taking inventory, it's taking on it of your life, you know, your relationships, whether that's your personal relationships, you know, your romantic and also your family members, like do you have boundaries set up, what is going on in your life? And then you start to ask yourself, you know, where am I actually blocking myself in this? Because I have found more often than not just with working with clients that a lot of the times we're in our own way. And we don't know that until we actually start to take inventory of our lives. And so it's really just getting real honest with yourself about where you're at versus where you want to be and having faith and, and having belief that it's possible to live a completely different life. That if you are asking yourself, like, am I in alignment? Is there more joy for me to experience? why am I here? Those are all indicators that you can have so much more in your life. And there's not one person that's more special than the other. Anyone you see that is living what you believe, because obviously social media is a highlight reel, of course, (laughs) but anyone that you see living their best life, so to speak, you have to understand that you can have that too. There's no cap to anything in our life. And it's just realizing that once we get out of our own way, once we you know, lead with our intuition and the steps and the guidance that is always there, that's when we can tap into some good stuff.
0: Mm, yes, definitely. Yeah. And then how would you relate, because you know I talk a lot about sexuality, how would you relate spirituality with sexuality? Because A lot of times I've noticed people completely separate the two and we're taught that they're not really related. You know, I think this is such a great question. I was actually thinking about this before we got
1: on the call, so we're on the same wavelength with this. in 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 being in your truth and knowing who you are knowing how you serve the world basically having more worthiness we're all worthy we're all deserving it's more claiming that when you claim your worthiness when you know what you deserve when you know who you are you're open you're you're more feminine you're open to receive and, and you're not when you're in a romantic relationship, you're not nervous of being seen, you're not, you're knowing who you are. And that goes for being maybe in a relationship that doesn't treat you properly, or maybe it's dating and realizing your worth. And so I believe that when you get in touch spiritually, and and I when I think of spirituality, I think of being more in touch with yourself and a higher being. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: when you get into alignment with that and know who you are, know why you're here and believe that there's, you know, everything inside of you, that's when you can fully be in your feminine and open to receive and and also have that from the masculine sense and and being open to receive that.
0: Mm, So it's all connected.
1: Yeah, everything's connected.
0: Yes, I love that. Yeah, because we're taught that they're separate. and It's like, no, they're not.
1: (laughs) They're not. And it's not wrong, right? Because I grew up Catholic. So of course, I was taught all the things that I'm sure you've experienced Mm -hmm. as well that you know, you cannot even be open to that for a second, it's wrong, and it's a lot of unlearning, of course, as you know, with lots of things, and, you know, really just understanding that, again, we're here for experience, we're here to play, we're here to enjoy beautiful expression of ourselves, and that's an extremely large part of it, your sexuality.
0: Yeah, definitely, and then go into too, because, you know, a lot of people maybe not even, because I love everything you're talking about in terms of vibration and frequency, but what about the people that are really new to that going to what that even means? Yeah, so vibration and frequency is
1: essentially the wavelength. So frequency is the wavelength that you're on. So the most basic way to explain this is if you're maybe listening to a radio station and you have it tuned to a certain station and you're like, I don't really like this, I want to be listening to something else until you actually change that station, meaning change your frequency, you're not really going to experience anything different. And so frequency, in my experience and what I've seen, it bounces back and forth. So you can be in a frequency of fear, you know, with COVID and everything going on, paying attention to all of the, you know, conspiracies and, and you know, though they're not conspiracies, but everything happening in the world, you can pay attention to that, be in fear, be in shame, be in guilt, all these different uh, frequencies and emotions Or you can align more to what you want to experience and start to embody more of what can bring me more love today, what can bring me more joy tapping back into your inner child. And once you practice that, that becomes your vibration. That becomes kind of your your core home frequency in a sense. So it's all about what you're really just being intentional about, what you're being consistent with and being conscious of. I think that being conscious, and I think people think of like consciousness as this term but it's just being aware being aware of how you're acting how you're reacting realizing that you have free will in everything that you do and then when you start to pay attention to those things you notice how your life changes you see synchronicities you start to be led more though we were always led it's just being more awake to it so vibration is essentially how you're feeling It's, it's the energy that you feel inside and it's what will project to everyone else so you know when people say they feel you or they see you as being like a magnetic person or they just feel that energy from you that's very real it's something that is embodied and you have to consciously and constantly work on that
0: Mm, yes yeah because I think all women you know we want to be this magnetic feminine goddess you know and so Mm -hmm. how do women tap more into that
1: So I would say the first thing, I'm running a program right now called called In Love, and one of the things I am just ingraining in them and ingraining in them is staying off of social media. And I know that that is so, it's, it's so ironic because we both have social media, that's where our business is online, but again, being more conscious of that, you know, getting on and if you don't own a business, maybe it's getting on and being very intentional about what you're following, who you're following, because you're constantly absorbing energy. And sometimes you're not always in control of what you're absorbing. And so being very intentional about that, getting into a high vibration first thing in the morning before you even get onto social, establishing boundaries. You know, boundaries, for me, it's really helping people understand that I can give you all the tools, all the energetics, all the alchemy, you know, do all the Reiki on you Mm -hmm. that I possibly can, but if you're not doing those core things, like setting boundaries, being very careful about who you're surrounding yourself with, including being online and social media, then it's going to feel like a roller coaster, you're going to want to give up, you're going to feel like it's not working. And so you want to establish those core foundations that will allow you to thrive. And so just really allowing yourself to be soul led in the morning. And what I mean by that is, you know, waking up for me personally, it's you know, being slow with my morning coffee, doing a gratitude practice. I do healings on myself, um, which of course also helps, but not getting on social media. I don't get on social media till around 10 o'clock in the morning because it's my time and I'm working on me. I'm moving my body. I'm releasing all the energy that has kind of gotten stagnant throughout the night. And so it's, it's one of those things that can be very easy once you get into the flow of things, but it's being, again, very conscious about who you're around because you can easily get taken out of that. And when the goal is to go up. in mm.
0: frequency, I love how you said that though, because aren't we all empaths? It's just some of us are more aware of it. And yeah, right. <laughs> I love cool. that
1: you brought that up. Yeah. So an empath is essentially someone who is very in tune with their clairsentience. So clairsentience is a psychic ability that we all have. There's, I, I think that this whole like psychic intuitive type uh, term has gotten to a place of only special people are you know, come into this planet with it. But what mm-hmm. happens is we have blocked channels. We have past lives that contributed to having a lot of lower frequencies. And so when you think of, you know, having clairaudience ab- ability to hear, to channel, Clairvoyance, the ability to see, and then claircognizance, which is that like deep gut intuition. A lot of times, people think that only special people have that, but we all do. And so, it's really just understanding that it's the clearing, the constant energetic work. Obviously, there's mental, emotional work involved in that as well. But just realizing that being an empath is a gift, in my opinion. You know, when I didn't know how to protect myself properly, and I was absorbing everyone's energy. It's a curse. That's what you feel like because you're like, oh my God, I'm I'm so overwhelmed with energies. But as soon as I learned that, oh, I have control over who I surround myself with. I can have discernment of what I'm consuming. Then it becomes a blessing. And I love that you mentioned that because every single person is an empath. Um, Everyone has the ability to feel other people. It's just a matter of what do you want to feel? Do you want to feel all the negativity and everything going on in the news? Or do you want to feel the really good stuff and again free will of what you get to choose
0: mm. and I'm glad you brought that up though because my sister and I always say this like I love my parents but my mom is stuck in the negative vibe watching the news every day and she's so like fear-based and scared for our survival and our safety and I'm sure a lot of people listening they have family that's doing that too and when you get stuck in that or like if I'm around them too long all of a sudden I'm like maybe I'm not, t- you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's so, yeah. like, how do people even, um, I don't know what I'm trying to go with this. How do we even, I understand like, your question. Yeah, how do we energy. navigate through that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: And you know, my, my parents are very much the same. Like my, my parents are constantly paying attention to the news, what's going on with COVID, what's going on with politics, and, you know, sending me things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for me, it's a practice of not getting triggered. It's knowing, again, you know, where I stand and certain things, I don't have to reply to everything. I don't have to engage in conversation. They know that I love them. They know this about me. They know what I teach. And so when they send things, like we have a group family chat going, when they send things, I get to choose. Do I want to click? Do I want to pay attention to this? And, you know, I know that that can get a little bit tricky because family members can say, well, why aren't you paying attention? We all have sovereignty. We all have our own personal responsibility to choose. And, you know, we pick our parents when we come into this lifetime. And a lot of times that's for lessons. Sometimes it's even you teaching your parents. Sometimes it's even help, you helping your parent to wake up. And so I am the type of person to really teach with my example you know I'm not constantly putting on my parents or on my brother or anyone like my my I guess you could say uh, beliefs I just more teach by example because words don't teach and so my advice for anyone dealing with that is that you know just because of your family members doesn't mean you have to participate it doesn't mean that you have to absorb that energy you can see how people you know, have their own journey and that it has nothing to do with you and really just attach in a sense. You know, I, I see that a lot where people are like, well, my mom and my sister and this, and you know, you don't have to necessarily engage in conversation if you don't want to. You can set strong boundaries with your family, just as you would with someone that you don't even necessarily know on social media. So it's a process. I will say that, but I noticed in myself, the more I do this work, the less I'm triggered. The more Mm. that I see that I, that they're only at the consciousness that they know and I have compassion for that because I know I was there too. So when you tap into grace and compassion, I think a lot of things shift because you realize projection, a lot of things don't necessarily have to do with you. And again, you're in choice of what you respond to and how you respond.
0: Mm, Yes, I love that. Yeah, because the boundaries thing is so key. I work with people on that too. I love that you say that because Yeah. Um, Like I used to have no boundaries, (laughs) you know. Same here, people pleaser. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that we're taught not to have boundaries. Mm -hmm. You need to be
1: nice and you need to accept everyone and you can bless people. You know, you can bless people from afar, but boundaries, I think, are crucial in terms of increasing your vibration, going up in frequency and also just living the life that you're here to live. You know, you have to set that strong, I'm not putting up with this, whether you were yesterday, and you decide differently today. It's setting that, you know, the worth in yourself that I have a certain way of being it's the non-negotiables of what I will tolerate and I won't tolerate. And it's really just standing strong in that, you know, standing in your truth of what you believe in, and you're not required, you're allowed to evolve in relationships, you know, this can be romantic, or it can be friendships. And Will it at times be uncomfortable and a little bit painful? Yes, but the blessings and the things that come after that, I think, are just more than worth it. <laughs> mm. more, more than worth it.
0: Yes, definitely. Okay, so you know I talk about love and relationships and everything. So how do people manifest love? I always love hearing how people people's take on this because... Yeah.
1: Always, always, always starts with you. Like 1,000% starts with you. And the reason why I say that is because Before I even started dating Tommy, you know, I would say that I had love for myself, but I wasn't in love with myself. I was definitely treating myself properly in terms of self care and, you know, doing all the things we're told, taking baths. Like, and that's important, but that's more of the kind of fluffiness to it. But, you know, the real self love comes with, you know, giving yourself grace, giving yourself acceptance, kind of what I talked about a little bit earlier, having your non negotiables. And so, Nothing will be, let me rephrase this, you will not attract your soulmate or the person that you are envisioning until you become that yourself. And so if you're wanting to attract, you know, a certain person, and I always say detach from looks, detach from certain things, you want to attach more to a standard. What what are their values? What what when you see that person, it's not necessarily like, you know, blue eyes, blonde hair, six feet two, it's, it's more of what does that person stand for? Who are they? You know really just asking yourself what you want in that person and then asking yourself, do I follow those core values? Are those instilled in myself? Like, where am I in my integrity? And so I believe it first starts with you and and how you're loving yourself, how you're talking to yourself, what are the words you're speaking, the words you're projecting, everything, all of our thoughts, you know, which turn into emotions, what you're giving out to the field is going to be matched to you. So if you're in lack you're in no one loves me you're in all these different things that is absolutely going to match you but instead if you're like I love myself and this is not just saying I love myself but this is again doing the deep work of clearing those lower frequencies releasing the guilt and the shame then you're able to match it and then that's when it'll start to show up for you and it will almost feel like magic when it's really just an alignment of the two coming together
0: Mm, I love that yeah, because I think that, well, even now, too, I've had people tell me, oh, I can't date during this time or, you know, don't I, or all that fear stuff. And it's like, no, there people are meeting amazing people now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like
1: date yourself right now. If you feel like you can't, if that's an energy, you know, that's really an energy going on in their frequency. It's okay. Well, can you use this time, utilize this time to align to exactly who you want to be and work on yourself? you know, energetically as much as you can, can you use this time to really just essentially embody what you want to attract? And, you know, those, those words that, you know, they're speaking, and I know that I have been here too. So of course, I come with compassion. You know, the words that you're speaking, like, I can't find anyone right now, there's no one out there, there's no good men. Well, you're continuously going to attract that and it's going to be matched because you're not changing your words. And I know sometimes this can feel like a fake it till you make it. And I don't necessarily believe in that, but I do believe that you can say things over and over again that you don't necessarily believe to be true while still embodying the work. And so it's, again, giving yourself compassion and it's giving yourself grace, but also getting really honest with yourself of where can I take inventory of how I'm speaking to myself, to the world, who am I interacting with that's making me believe that I can't have these certain things. That's a big one. You know, if you have friends that are agreeing with you and you're basically bouncing off of each other of this negative energy of lack, then you need to find some new friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to change yourself as well, but you need to, you know, find more expansive people in your life.
0: Mm, yes, definitely. I so agree with you on that. Okay. So what would you want everybody? I know we talked a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> what would you want everyone to take away from this conversation? You know, you're the most important thing,
1: project that you will ever have in your whole life. You're going to spend the most time with yourself. So you want to be able to be able to be with yourself, be present with yourself, bask in your own energy. And yes, this takes practice. I don't necessarily think it takes a long time. I do believe in quantum leaps, but just start to ask yourself what it is that I want. You know, how do I want to feel more importantly, not what I want, but what, how do I want to feel? and then start listening, start being present, start paying attention to the guidance that is always coming to you. Because if you're trying to create from outside of you, that is never going to work. It's, you're always going to find something that is not going to be aligned with that. So start working here, you know, in your heart, in your own knowing, do the inner work, inner size, I guess you could say, and then you'll start to see everything outside of you match how you feel inside. So. Always with you, you know, protect your peace, protect your energy, protect your vibration. And that is when magic really starts to happen.
0: Mm, yes, yes. Love that. I so agree with you on that. Okay, so where can everybody find you?
1: So the best place to find me would be my podcast, which is called ViPyre, which you can find on any of the platforms. And then my Instagram is I am Taylor Stone. And my website is innergoddesshealth.com.
0: Okay, sounds great. I will put your links below. All right, beautiful people, be sure to subscribe to Taylor on Instagram, subscribe to her podcast, let us know what you think about the episode. I would love feedback on it. And have a great day. Bye.